0: Hey everybody and welcome to Comics and Cinema. I'm your host, Alex Klein. And today we have very special guest, Robert Klauser, here with us to talk about part two of the Hawkeye series. Uh, Robert, how's it going? What's up, Alex? How you doing, man? Uh, very excited to talk about this series. We'd uh, finished up part one a couple of episodes ago, and uh it was a series so good that Robert, I think I remember before we even recorded that series, you were like, I actually read the rest of it and it was really good. And I was like, Oh man, Mm -hmm. I hadn't read it yet. So Uh, I caught up on the series when I was on vacation and uh, took a quick look at it again, took a couple notes so uh, we can kind of discuss it and dive in. We'll just go issue by issue. We're going to be talking in this one about uh, it's going to start out with the Hawkeye annual and then from there it'll be issues 13 through 22, which is the rest of the series. The one issue we won't talk about, though, is issue 17 because uh, we talked about that in the last uh, section just because the way that the... Uh, omnibus the way that it's formatted in here they put issue 17 right after the christmas issue i believe and uh, so they throw that like after issue seven so it's basically 13 through 16 and then 18 through 22 plus that hawkeye annual which actually ends up being very important and uh, where we'll start so the other thing i'll call out too i guess before we get started is uh, i know we talked about it last time david uh, david aha doing the uh, art on this but we also get a back and forth between issues of him and Annie Wu, who does the Kate Bishop story, while David Aha does the Hawkeye story, which I, I thought was interesting. I like the way that they um, they kind of formatted it. I'm trying to remember when it came out. I feel like I was uh, I kept getting very irritated when it was out being released because mm-hmm. you'd get the kate bishop episode or issue and you'd be like oh great i can't wait to see what happens next month and then the next issue was hawkeye and it was like what no i want to see kate and then you'd read hawkeye and then the next one would be kate and you'd be like i wanted to see hawkeye so they kept going back and forth between each of the issues uh did you run into anything
1: with that or did did it not bother you i mean it it kind of bothered me because i i wish i guess you uh want to show what's going on since they did the split from the uh uh lucky issue Mm -hmm. so it it wasn't too bothersome i guess it's it's just i wish i wish they would have maybe did all the kate bishop stuff and then went back and finished it up rounded it up with the uh the you know the clint barton stuff at the end but it it was fine
0: yeah yeah and they uh it's it's weird he really (laughs) Matt Fraction really plays around with time in this, in that sense, because this first one, the annual, is essentially what happens in that lucky episode, where we're actually getting to see what their conversation was when Kate decides to pack her bags and leave and go to California. And again, it took us, what, like seven or eight issues to see what that was before, since we last saw it. But uh, I really liked this annual. The art on it was fantastic, which I think is Javier Pulido. Uh, i'm gonna Mm -hmm. double check on this yep yeah javier Polito. he's fantastic he's done a lot of great work i think he did daredevil for a bit uh but yeah so we find out again you know there's just another bickering match and she decides i'm ready to go to to uh california she's gonna become that west coast avenger and i loved the whole premise of this story not just because of the art but it just made it seem like Kate bishop is just such a fun character and i feel like if you hadn't fallen in love with her yet that Mm -hmm. this was the issue that you would because you're getting to just see her kind of traipse around uh, California. Uh, But we also get to see her now. uh, And I'm wondering about this with the show, but uh, Madam Mask returns. And we see this as a through line through all of the Kate Bishop issues is that Madam Mask has it out for Kate because of what she did to her at the very beginning. And so I'm wondering if Madam Mask will make an appearance. Didn't didn't they say that uh, Madam Mask is going to be in this show?
1: Or was that just Uh, a fan speculation? I think that was speculation because you see, I I don't know the actress's name, but you see her in the trailer and people were trying to say that that was, that's going to be Madam mask.
0: Oh, Okay. I mean, Hey, if if, if she's in it, it would make total sense. And I I wonder who it would be, but Mm -hmm. uh, I would love to see her because they give her so much character development in the series compared to the Madam mask we see in other areas. And so in this one, uh, Madam Mask knows, so Kate Bishop is staying at a, a, like a little resort and Madam Mask is also staying there and she knows that Kate Bishop is there. Kate has no idea that she's there and she befriends Kate by saying, you know, hey, you need a place to stay. You can come over to my place. I have this giant villa and she does, but during their interactions, there's a moment where she mentions uh, smoking cigarettes uh, mm-hmm. and it's this almost verbatim what she says to Kate back in the prior issue way back when and so kate's like oh this is madam mask and so the whole rest of the uh, issue is her trying to escape and she ends up blowing up a car a bunch of uh, looks like madam mask robots as well which we end up finding out later are actual body doubles which i yeah. thought was a very interesting storyline but still again you're like okay you you see this happen in this annual and then you don't touch on this for like five more issues so there's a lot of you, know, you see something, and you don't
1: get payoff for it for a while. Yeah, I mean that that gave me like, what was that movie with Bruce Willis? The uh, like, I guess the like rich people just like keep trading out their bodies for younger younger versions.
0: Yeah, it's it is it's the it's the classic rich scheme of, and I think, uh, and we'll we'll meet Harold Harold uh, later in the story, but he mentioned something about that of like, you know, at some point the rich, it's like that's how they basically maintain being around is because they just move into a new body. Uh, But Mm -hmm. so, yeah, so she and she ends up escaping uh, by the end of this. And obviously, Madam Mask is absolutely furious. uh, But on Kate's end, we end this issue or this annual with her looking for a job. And so she gets a job as a cat sitter at a trailer down by the beach, uh, which ends up being very important. And uh, there's a really great uh, thing here at the very end. I wanted to just call out where she's just talking about, you know, all the mistakes she's made. And She says, I might be young, but I am good. I work hard, and I'm a good person. I know what's right. I know what's wrong. And If you give me this chance, if you just give me one shot to show you how good I can be, how hard I work, how much I believe in doing the right thing, I won't let you down. I promise. And that's the end of it. And so again, it was like, I almost would be, would tell somebody if they were like, where should I start with Kate Bishop? I would almost give them this annual because you kind of learn all you know about her in this and then you'd have fun the rest of it because you really learn that she's she is a good person and she really cares, even though most of the time she's kind of a snot in the best way because she's uh, she's very snobby, especially towards uh, Clint. But it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, and then from there again, they jump straight into uh, this Hawkeye issue Which, uh, and what I'd said was, this is just flashbacks from other perspectives. It almost felt like every page was a different story. Like it jumps from him talking with somebody on the phone to then talking with Black Widow and Spider Woman. And then the next one is him at the hospital getting uh, like repairs made to him or getting medical care. And then from there, it's, it's now, you know, there's the funeral for Gil. And then that comes up. And then we get to see a couple of other sequences that came from other prior issues. But the whole sense of this is the big thing I took from here is the cake is in this, so I, I'm assuming this happens before she leaves for California. But mm-hmm. they go to this funeral. She gives Clint the collar stays, which I never knew they actually had a name, but I had them in a couple of the you know little button ups that I used to have. But just the uh-huh. little plastic pieces you stick in your collars yeah, to make right. them not move, <laughs> which ends up being a very important piece in the very final issue of this comic, so or of this uh, this series. Uh, but yeah, so they go to this funeral and at the same time it seems like the uh the tracksuit mafia is getting ready to strike and then we also see a reverse of when barney comes back which happened again back in issue 12 we're getting it again showing him how he shows up
1: yeah like what what is when the tracksuit mafia they're just just watching from afar right yeah yeah they're not fully
0: planning it but you can tell you know they're yeah. obviously they're watching from afar they're 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 about to do something and we we, we know whatever it is it's probably not going to be good mm-hmm. so then if you're like oh what's it going to be well the next issue is not going to tell you because you're back to cape bishop uh, right. but i love uh, any i didn't realize it was annie Wu back in the day because mm-hmm. over time i've become a big annie Wu fan and so when i saw this again i was like oh that's so cool she does a really good art and uh, it's really nice to see Kate struggling in LA, even though, you know, she comes from a very rich family, clearly seems like her parents aren't helping her at all, which we find out towards the end of this, a little bit of why, uh, but she's kind of trying to become a hero for hire. There's this whole spot where she has a little thing that she's working on printing out to maybe put, you know, in local areas that says hero for hire, no joke, wrongs righted, bad guys beat, no crime, too small to crack. No villain, too villainous to vilify. Let me solve your problems for you. Half superhero, half private eye. Terminal do-gooder wants to do good for you. Cheap rates, great results, light housekeeping. Uh, which again is just so totally Kate the way that that's written but Mm -hmm. I love that she's the she doesn't really get any clients in this story she gets the the couple obviously from the other place but uh, you know you don't really see it until the future series that she's in where she really becomes a really good private eye like this is the the bare
1: bones beginnings of her becoming that but I thought that was pretty cool what do you think it it was pretty funny to to read all that stuff like you know like her, her trying to do stuff on her own without Clint and not trying to use her dad's money to make it on her own that was pretty cool mm-hmm. like you know and like the, the 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 simplest thing she's doing turns into a you know a big thing later like yes. the whole the whole like locating the flowers and all that stuff
0: yeah so she's uh her first mission is for the couple next door they mm-hmm. have a wedding
1: or they had a wedding or they have a wedding They're planning. Up? they're planning a wedding and and wanted a certain type of flower but i guess the florist they the the rich who i forget who bought them all up or something like that
0: yes uh what is it the uh his name is flint uh flint's flint ward the weed lord yeah (laughs) um but yeah so yeah it was a a missing orchid i guess all of their orchids were gone and so Mm -hmm. she's investigating it which gets her involved with the detective coddle who I thought was really funny too. He does not like Kate at all. And eventually he's like, you know, I'm going to end up being the guy that, uh, you know, you like, and then I end up growing on you. Or he says it's something like that. If we get to that spot, I'll read it. But Mm -hmm. uh, I just, I loved his little, you need to not be here. Like, who are you? What are you even doing here? Like, he does not want her around, but she's over here solving this case for him Mm -hmm. because obviously, you know, she's going to move a little quicker than the police department is. Right. Yeah, so she sees a there's a mystery man in the store. Again, we find out that's that's Harold, I think it's Harold W. Harold. Um, and who's kind of chit-chatting with her in the store every once in a while. Uh, and she ends up finding the guy, uh, Flint Ward, and the flowers as well in his house. She's like, mm-hmm. they're right there. There's like a there's a scene with him, it's just sitting there. And uh and yeah, I'm gonna double check the. I feel like I was going crazy when I said yeah yeah Flint Ward okay cool but yeah so it's just like sitting there and she's so mad because she can't do anything about it she can't break in she can't get it she really wants to uh but she, at some point too she tries to but ends up getting uh shot at by some of the guards that are there the bellhops that was that interesting. was so weird yeah
1: <laughs> bellhop mafia whatever the, hell the they bellhop ma- yeah
0: we got multiple mafias in this yeah. uh, in this series uh but so then she comes up with an ingenious plan of how can I get him to get in whatever so she just bikes out into the road and uh, calls out to him in his car and he just hits her with his car on purpose and so she catches it on video on her phone and takes it to the police and uh, they explained to her you know they're trying to tell her that uh, she was like also I would be shocked if you told me he had like a ton of weed on his person I mean his tag is the weed lord for crying out loud And he's like, what? He's legal. It's legal here. He's got a card and papers and everything. Uh, The hit and runs a felony that he had a gun gets him a dime just for showing up. Uh, Use a gun and you're done, he says. So it's like, I I love that, that she thought maybe they were going to get him on the weed charges, but turns out, you know, he had a gun on him and now he goes to prison. And so who's who's what phone call does he make right away to Madam Mask? And so here we are looping her back into this. And he tells her, I found her. She's here. And we see that <clears throat> I don't it sounds like he wasn't probably actively looking for Hawkeye, but uh, at the same time, he found her and and kind of you know told Mask about it. Yeah, because she was using the
1: orchids, right, for her like bathwater or some crap. Oh, that's right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Look at this last final page. Yeah, she was using them for her bathwater. So <laughs> I guess it, it was all connected. And that last shot's gorgeous of her just sitting there in the tub and the, the other bellhop guy holding that phone and tray. Mm hmm. So what's Madam Mask going to do next? Well, we turn the page and we're back to Hawkeye. So, nope, we're not going to get to find out just yet. Uh, The (laughs) next issue, though, is the issue where the mafia is trying to figure out what to do about Clint. We get this really, really hilarious scene of him with his pants down. And he keeps saying, like, you guys want to see a magic trick? And they're like, no, no, like, sit still. But we find out, like, why is his pants down? I kept thinking that that was his kind of MacGruber ask uh, Katie from Shang-Chi of doing something so crazy that everyone doesn't know what to do with themselves. Uh, yeah. But it turns out he just, uh, he broke his belt and he has no way of holding his pants <laughs> up. So they, they, when they made him put his hands up, his pants just fell down, mm-hmm. uh, which was pretty funny, but yeah, no, the surprise, the magic trick is that Barney shows up and beats the crap out of all of these guys. And so again, they're kind of beaten back to the shadows Uh, to lick their wounds which uh, they don't lick them for very long though because eventually they start uh, utilizing the clown and i think that's i saw the only reason i'm calling him the clown is because at the very back of this book is some like art designs and one of them is for him and they just labeled him as the clown so i guess maybe they never came up with a name for him
1: i forget it's it's a crazy name Kazi, something like something that. it's like a like a russian sort of yeah because like like his backstory kind of reminded me a little bit of, of wandavision a little bit you know what i'm saying like, oh like, yeah because yeah that's a like, great uh, point yeah mm-hmm. but maybe that's where they ripped that from who knows but that
0: would be interesting that'd be that'd be really interesting and his i'm looking here it looks like his like uh day job or no you're saying uh Kazu. Kazu, I'm looking at right here. Mm -hmm. Kazu the Clown, I guess. But um, he's a real estate guy. And so he's, you know, going over everything with them. Kind of what was revealed in the prior uh, episode we talked about was that the mafia is trying to buy up all of this property to Mm -hmm. eventually demolish all of it for something bigger, you know, the classic story. And so the only area that isn't owned by them is that building that Clint Barton owns and uh it says you know he's claiming to be an interim superintendent and owner right and he says that uh, that doesn't sound terribly legal to me ladies and gentlemen the problem will be solved imminently you see barton is breaking the law but does he go there to arrest him no (laughs) he goes there he can't he can't call the
1: cops he's a squatter
0: so it's like yep Mm -hmm. yeah so they uh they go and again they they kidnap him it looks like they kidnap him but they're trying to kidnap him and uh they kind of chase him around in the building and this is where we see a little bit too about uh barney says at one point how did they get in and oh, yeah. uh we find out again that reveal which this was really interesting because she lives in the building that old
1: woman who has the the uh, necklace with the gun on it she you let gotta, all of them in you gotta remember to call back from from the lucky issue like he was right. in the apartment with all of them because the clown was there with the old lady and like i guess you didn't see any dialogue but I think that's when they were setting that up. Yeah. You but know. so
0: she lives in that apartment complex and hasn't right. said anything yet. And so even after this, you know, she let them in and then they attack him. And the end of this issue is uh, both Hawkeye and Barney uh, get shot. And so we're left mm-hmm. with a, a scene of them on the floor, uh, presumably dead. Uh, and I'm sure we'll find out next issue. Well, oh, nope, it's ha- It's uh, Kate Bishop this yeah, time.
1: Kate Bishop. This
0: uh, issue 16... I liked this issue a lot just in terms of comics, but in regards to the story, this was like a completely one-off, had nothing to do with anything, unless there was something that you noticed. This whole issue was all about the crazy music guy who is like his brother is trying to get the rights to a song or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she's part of the investigation of trying to like clear his good name and all of this, but none of this has anything to do with Madam Mask. None of it has anything to do with anything, really. So I, I was curious as to why this was in here. Besides her saying, "I got to get the hell out of Los Angeles."
1: I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's the uh, building up the relationship with her and the and, and the couple that she was helping get the flowers. Oh, like, maybe they, they so. help her a lot. They help her a lot in this issue. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, I think there's maybe maybe like our relationship building with the people that's like going to help her out. Washington yeah. LA.
0: And again, that's totally fine is a great issue at the very end of it too, someone whispers into her ear found you and she turns around and says the hell and no one's there, which assumedly though is Madame mask, obviously that she's been tracing and tracking. her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do get another Kate issue so part of me thinks that maybe that is one of the reasons they're like okay well we didn't really move the story along last time so. Uh, we'll add a second piece of it here which is uh, again this issue this is issue 18 so technically there would have been an issue in between that issue 17 (laughs) Uh, so that would have been another another crossover but in this one uh, the mystery man who's been meeting him her in the grocery store reveals himself to be Harold Harold who is this guy he's talking about and he's with Uh, her neighbors the two people she the couple she's been working with and Mm -hmm. he's explaining to that her like i want to get out of here i want to leave but i can't and he says like matt basically like madam Mask won't let me and so we don't really know why he doesn't get a lot of time to explain because kate decides like we're going to get you out of here and so they set up this sort of reverse heist to get him out of uh like the airport or whatever and flint ward is there there's a great line as well of uh, Flint Ward. Yeah, the Flint Ward, the Weed Ward. But this is also the issue where we slowly start finding out because he says it's all about bodies. And so we're like, hmm, what is he talking about? And he says a little bit about it, but we don't get the reveal yet that he's one of those people because at the very end of this, he gets killed and made to look like Kate killed him uh, by Madame Mask Um Pin, basically ties him up and pins him up with some arrows in him on the Hollywood sign uh, which right. I thought was yeah that was a pretty uh, pretty dark mm-hmm. and they don't really go and follow through with it either like there's no I mean they arrest Kate Bishop oh they do actually arrest Kate Bishop but mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was for this or for something else maybe it was but I know he kept saying like why are you keeping me here like you know I didn't do this like you've got the camera footage showing me that I was in this car at this time why are you keeping me here um. Yeah, but it was cool. I I thought that reveal was pretty crazy, especially at the very end. Uh, their house got burned down. The right. the couple. So but now they're kind of out.
1: I think it's just her trailer. I don't think it's a couple's houses. The trailer that Kate Bishop was staying in.
0: Oh, so the people that are at that festival that had her cat sitting.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's even more
0: sad because they are going to be upset when they get home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and we get a call out too for Nefaria, uh, Count Nefaria, who's uh, I believe that's Madame Mask's father. Uh, but he's also oh, yeah, a comic yeah, book yeah. character yeah. as well. The, uh, the Dracula looking dude. That's yes, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so that was a those ones were a little quicker again. They, I mean, I was breezing through these when I was reading them. They're very easy to read and they're very entertaining when you're reading them. The art just pops out and it just makes you want to keep going and going. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, issue 19, that is the probably one of my favorite issues of the entire series. This one is... Uh, especially now after the Eternals with Makari, this is a really cool all ASL issue. Um, right. So we find out that neither of them died, which was great news. Barney is alive and in a wheelchair and Clint is also alive, but we see that when he was younger, he had an incident happen. I'm trying to remember. I feel like it was that his dad was beating him up and caused yeah, it. Yeah,
1: their dad was abusive and he like right. definitely
0: been one ear. Yeah. Not, not not, fully, and he says mm-hmm. hopefully temporarily, uh, which it is obviously the case because he hasn't been deaf ever before in the comics, but because of this new injury, the gunshot, uh, he is now deaf again. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost the same as and I, I love when they do that in the movies, when someone just fires the gun off right next to the person's ear and then yeah, everything really just good. goes you know, yeah. quiet. That's basically what happened with him, but we get to see they actually draw um, David Aja's drawing like American sign language hands throughout yeah. and, and gestures as well, which was just so cool to see. Uh, and I, I liked in a sense, I liked that Clint like wouldn't do it though for the, like Barney's trying to communicate with him and, and he's just not having it. He's just so upset at himself, I think, for right. constantly getting put into these situations where he is just absolutely out of his element and completely outmatched. I mean, that's probably one of the coolest pieces about this entire series is just getting to focus on an Avenger that has no powers that gets beat up all the time and keeps getting back up. But you, you see here that it's wearing on him that like he's getting tired of it because by the end of this, he kind of gets upset at Barney, but we also see uh, we see the mafia again, planning, like we're going to be taking the building tonight or, or at least, you know, we're going to be taking the building soon uh, is what I was at least interpreting
1: Yeah, I wonder how much of this they're going to put in the show. Like, I I don't know how much they're going to touch on like uh, child abuse or anything like that. I don't know if they're going to get with that or you know we just we just had Eternals, like you were saying with the ASL stuff. I don't know if we're going to get that in this show. Maybe. Yeah, it would be cool to see, but I don't expect it to be in the show Mm -hmm. because again,
0: it's a very uh, one-off type issue i mean it furthers the story a little bit but if they had an episode where it was all in american sign language or all silent like that again that would be awesome that'd be really cool they did that in uh, only murders in the building which was really cool Mm -hmm. i just don't see based on what i've seen in the trailers like where the story where it would make sense for that to happen with with only what is it they have six issue uh, episodes i I think so yeah just i think it's six yeah so there's to me that means there's not enough time but by the end of this issue Barney essentially gives him a American sign language pep talk. And uh, eventually he turns that into a pep talk with the entire building with the tenants saying like, Mm -hmm. you know what, we're going to put a stop to this. We are going to take them. Uh, He says, Hey, so uh, I'm deaf. They deafened me. I'm deaf and we need to talk. So I'm going to sign what I have to say, I need the practice and I'm not going to hide anymore. Barney will translate. It'll be Okay. Okay. -hmm. Okay. And uh, so he starts signing and essentially says that, um, well, someone else says, how will you stop them? And he says, we, we will stop them. Oh, I see. Okay. And then he says, uh, we ain't done yet. One more thing. And then he makes a phone call and calls somebody, but then he, uh, Barton, oh, he answers the phone. Barton does. And Barton says, Jess, sorry, I need your help. I'm sorry. And I need your help. I need everybody's help we went out and found a little trouble tonight and then the next scene is or it just shows them that they basically beat up the tracksuit mafia in the bar again we don't get to see that happen except maybe in a different comic book issue because they jump around so much
1: yeah that was gonna say like I, i didn't see nothing with jessica drew or anything later on so yeah, very strange. I, this I mean, one. Yeah. Maybe though, maybe that's what was from that other
0: Hawkeye issue a little while back. The uh, issue 13 where it's showing random things each page because he's with Jessica in that one and he's injured. And I think Barney's there as well. OK, so maybe maybe that's it. Um, yeah, again, it's it's hard to keep track of, honestly. And I, I, I'm starting to wonder if I'm as much a fan of it as I was originally, especially just with that piece. But then we jump to Kate's story in this next one. And we see her dad on uh, a yacht and he's saying she knows. But we don't know exactly what it is that she knows at this point. And we find out though what it is. We learn as she learns because she turns herself into a sushi girl uh, to oh, yeah. be that thing where you lay you know all the sushi on the body which I thought was interesting in terms of her. She's always, like, Madame Mask is so oblivious to Kate Bishop. Uh, she's yeah. got the sneak up on her now twice. But she finds out that like we said, though there are bodies of people, multiple copies of bodies, call them life model decoys. They are uh Madam Mask has them, that's what it was in her garage. And so we find out that Harold, uh Harold Harold, he's been told by Madam Mask that he can never leave LA because he gets killed and then he just gets brought back and put into another body. So she sees when she gets in the car. Uh, she's like wait he's he, he's in the car and she faints. Mm-hmm. she's like i can't believe this and so he's explaining all of this and she finds out while she's doing her digging that her father derek bishop is one of the clients so he has clearly been doing this exact same thing crazy but we get a really good fight in this issue with uh, all those bell the bellhop mafia yeah yeah that was cool and then also she also blows up uh, the house she shoots a mm-hmm. fire arrow and burns the house down and i love that too she said uh Anyway, I figured we had all the data I needed and she burned my place down, so payback's a bitch.
1: <laughs> but obviously yeah, she no. <laughs> I, guess, I guess those Bellhop guys are like like uh, uh, whatever you want to call them, like extra bodies too, because there's a bunch of them burning. Yeah, right. And she even yeah. says
0: too, they kind of look like uh, zombies,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which was interesting. But of course, Madam Mask also, you know, she's able to get out as well, uh, which is fine. But then S.H.I.E.L.D. shows up to save the day, which we only get a very small thing of it. Like they just show up and she's being interrogated by them. And except that they covered it all up. And so from there, she calls her dad and says, uh, we need to talk. She says, you know, I'm broke and I I was in jail. And she says, I ran into Juliana Neff, which I believe is Madam Mask. Right. He says, I'm I'm saying I know, dad. I know about you, and I'm going to make you pay and pay and pay and pay. Not if I see, not if I see you first. I'm coming home and I'm gonna save my friend's life. And then and then you and me are gonna have words. Yeah, hawkeye out. And so hawkeye, I was like, I remember that. <laughs> Love that. But at least we get I remember when I read that, I would I got so excited because I said. That means their stories are coming back together <laughs> and like mm-hmm. she's headed yeah. back. So we're going to mm-hmm. get to see them both together. So that takes us into that final issue. Uh, and so, yeah, we don't, but we don't see the retribution with her father in this series. I believe that's in the Hawkeye. Uh, it's a Kate Bishop comic. I don't remember the title, but Kelly Thompson does it. Um, mm-hmm. It's like Kate Bishop private eye or something like that. It's a really good series. If you can check it out um but yeah she ends up it's she has uh beef with her mom too and has a really good conversation with her mom but yeah then this next issue is what issue 21 uh, i wrote a note that it was uh, felt like a very a home alone issue uh, that the yeah everyone's like <laughs> yeah. prepping the building getting ready they got the traps all set they got the mm-hmm. hot coals from the
1: uh, the roof and all the like chairs home alone helms deep All yeah woven.
0: yes yeah that's a great point because it's that night too yeah Ooh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was great. And then, um, you know, they they fight. We we again we see some stuff with Jess- Jessica. Maybe also with uh, what was her name, Cherry, which again just kind of goes Penny? in and out. So oh, just- Penny, Penny. Yeah, Thank you. yeah. Why do I think it's Cherry? I thought that last time too. Because she's a redhead, probably. I don't know. Maybe so. Maybe <laughs> so. But yeah, so they show up and they show up. I love that scene where it's just nothing blackness and then a light and then multiple lights and then a lot of lights and we get like seven vans and yeah. they're all inside the vans saying like all right it's go time let's, let's put our masks on and get bro. these guys bro yeah exactly uh kill them bros now yeah uh, which is what they scream after they dump all the hot coals on them which would have would suck so bad <laughs>
1: Oh yeah.
0: Oh, that would have hurt. But then, um, the, the clown is just chilling in the van, loading up his gun. He's ready to. He knows that he's gonna be sneaking in at some way and avoiding all that.
1: Is it, You think he's gonna be in the show? Because that's kind of dark, man. Like, like it, it feels more like this. This show is gonna deal with the 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 tracksuit mafia and everything. But it's. It, I think it's, it feels more Christmassy. You know what I'm saying? Like this. This did we talk about that before? If the if the 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 clown guy's gonna be in the show?
0: I don't think so. I same same as with what we talked about before if he's in it cool but i don't think he needs to be in it i think there's a lot of content for them to dive into clearly they're going to be mm-hmm. diving into the uh stuff that happened after the snap when he was ronin maybe right. he's a bad guy during that time i don't know but yeah it doesn't make sense especially when you're trying to make it a christmasy sort of thing he's I mean, just it,
1: he's so dark it would be cool to to see that kind of aspect because you think about all the people he's probably pissed off in them five years, all all the you know the, the the syndicates or mob, mob people, he's pissed off, and they hire you know they all get together and hire one dude to take him out. That would be pretty cool. And, well,
0: and that happens in here, right? Like they get right. to that
1: point where there isn't that when Wilson Fisk is talking with them about
0: we need yeah, to deal with then, the hawkeye and then,
1: problem. And then the old guy, the old tracksuit guy, yeah. hires this dude. So uh-huh. yeah that would be that would be pretty cool
0: well and we even we even get that at the very end there's that that bit with him saying again talking with all of the underlings of the underworld saying we need to kill both of the hawkeyes
1: mm-hmm. and the dad the dad agrees too doesn't mean he's like is or is that the last issue
0: uh i'm gonna have to double check on that when we get to that page but i think you might yeah be right. yeah it's kind of messed up i know i know i mean but hey he's at a point now where he's transferring his body into robots he probably mm-hmm. has lost a lot of his humanity
1: gotcha But yeah, so
0: he he gets in, and I loved it. Hawkeye got a good shot on him; he got an arrow into him, but it clearly wasn't enough. And while he's hiding, though, again, the old woman tenant shows up and starts beating him with a baseball bat. And I'm like, how how did you not take care of this woman?
1: I don't know. That that makes no sense. And you know, he he's been getting the crap kicked out of this whole this whole run. Like this, do you really think this old lady is going to put in that much work? You know, beat, beating him up i don't know i know
0: and she looks <laughs> mad though she says you hurt my boy as yeah. she
1: you know smacks him around
0: but then i think barney kind of gets beat up they go but they both get brought up to the front mm-hmm. uh, or no i'm sorry not the front the top the, of the building yeah. and he gets barney gets stabbed or yeah he gets stabbed in the back mm-hmm. and the very end of this is uh barney uh, presumably dead pizza dog showing up with an arrow uh mm-hmm. that's the last oh, that's little right bit. that's right yep. yeah with the with the doves flying or the birds flying mm-hmm. uh and so then that leads us to the finale which again it was interesting kate was barely even in that last one but uh, i think we see her a little bit in here we get a little more about the escalation in the apartment uh which is between penny the tracksuit guy who's married to penny and then uh the clown and this is when uh clint ch- jumps in Shoots him, and Mm -hmm. we get a really cool badass scene with Kate showing up with Lucky uh, as she's walking through the cars. So, again, we get taken like a little bit backwards in time to, I guess, see a different perspective, which is fine. But we get a big explosion when she shows up. She shoots an exploding arrow, and we get two it looks like two different fights. So, you got the fight between the clown and Hawkeye. And then the fight between Kate and uh, Penny. And the landlord. And yeah. the landlord. Yep, yeah. exactly. We also see uh, Pizza Dog get shot by a shotgun. Which, again, yeah. this is like the fifth time we've seen somebody get life-ending wounds that uh, doesn't die. Which I think right. is a really... I mean, it's the message of the story, right? That Hawkeye and Pizza Dog are like... They're very resilient. If you they get knocked down, they're going to get back up no matter how bad it is. Which is cool, because again, they don't have powers. But uh, Kate... Ends up grabbing a gun to shoot the guy, and the guy's like, "You better give that to me, or I'm gonna kill, uh, you know, this dog." And at the same time, the clown is at the point he's got a little pistol on Clint too, and he gets shot by Clint, or Clint gets shot by the guy. But he's mm-hmm. the landlord's like, "You better give me that gun," and so he to- she tosses the gun to him, and while it's in the air, yeah, she shoots I like him that in the panel. hand with the arrow. Yeah, that. that was a really cool panel yeah, it goes right through his wrist, too. Like, it doesn't go through his palm. It goes through his wrist. That's... And it's got to be brutal. Yeah, you're done, man. Like, you you can't pick anything up. Forget about a remote. Uh, we also see some of the people outside uh, that got kind of jolted by the explosion are now having to deal with the rest of the tenants who have decided to stand up, and they've got, you know, they're, they're all that stuff. And so Clint's about to get killed. He's about to get another shot put in him when Kate shows up, stops him, beats the crap out of him, and now the gun's put on Kate, and clint pulls out his collar stay and there flicks it that. at him and it goes right into what appears to be right into his eye which is the tear eye very uh, poetic and mm-hmm. then he it i love that shot him, yeah. that headbutt into him just looks so brutal and then yeah. he says buildings not for sale love that line <laughs> uh, and then that's it he's got it we get a quick little bit where he's unplugging some wires and uh building some things back up the police show up and uh, we see everything's kind of going the way that it was, except that Barney is gone, as is the giant bag of money that Hawkeye showed Barney in a couple issues ago. And so Barney has taken off with it. And uh, we get a couple of things here at the end. Uh, Penny leaves
1: and we see the old woman, Penny and the old man. Yeah, that makes no sense. I don't, like, I, I guess what what they like? They made a whole thing about that, that uh, that's safe. And, and, and right. like it had it had Penny's uh, passport in there. Like, it was he holding her hostage, the landlord mm-hmm. guy? Like, she was trying to lead the country. Yeah. And
0: I almost wonder in this scene if she's following them to kill them. Because she says, she says, time to go be somebody else's bad luck, I guess. And then the literal next panel is her on the plane with the two of them. And they don't know that she's yeah. there. Which That's is right. interesting. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, and then we get uh, another little uh, epilogue of, it just says, kill them both of them and everyone says agreed we see uh we see the owl we see the swordsman mr yeah, negative that's you see her dad, yeah. yep madam mask uh hammerhead what's that? not sinistro mesmero these are a lot of these are characters from this series that we've seen in the beginning mm-hmm. Uh a creepy old guy tombstone and yeah oh yeah he says mr bishop what say yeah. you? And he he's says, just looking at her picture. That's right. it yeah. says, agreed. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, then, ladies and gentlemen, it would appear we are in the Avengers killing business. But yeah, so like something like that in the show, I could totally see. And mm-hmm. that would be really cool. And that would be a very interesting thing of like Kate Bishop's dad going after her like that.
1: I think, I think it would be really cool if this show set up like, like a more grounded faction of the MCU where like you're just dealing with stuff like Kingpin... You know like did, did Do you did think somebody... Kingpin's gonna be in this? I, I heard that somewhere. Like people were speculating that he was gonna be was it in this show or something else?
0: Uh I mean I would assume like if Vince, it's Kingpin,
1: Vince... it's either this or Spider-Man. Yeah, I think people were speculating about him being in this show. Yeah,
0: I could and again it would make sense. That would be really cool because you've got the it's a street level thing mm-hmm. and they don't have superpowers so kingpin's a good villain i would say because he kind of has superpowers and that he's just gigantic but he's a good villain he's he's that daredevil street level villain
1: that's that's what i'm thinking like a defenders type like hawkeye could set up a defenders type type scenario where you start introducing people like daredevil or or you know uh jessica jones or something like that
0: yeah i will say when i was reading that uh, mcu book and what was it that uh marvel tv was their own thing and they made all those netflix shows but kevin and all of them specifically didn't want them to do that they were like we just want because all it was during that time period and i don't know if you do remember that uh when all of the rights were going back to marvel yeah that yeah. was like i remember just that that was like a highlight of my lifetime because it was like that one day you heard Ghost Rider was coming back and then the next day it was daredevil. And then it was uh, I'm trying to think there was like four or five other ones. And I was like, Holy cow. And then they announced all those Netflix shows. And I was like, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. But then uh, at the same time, I was like, why are you making Netflix shows? Like this can't be what Marvel wanted. And then they were like, yeah, it's our own thing. And I was like, no, absolutely not. I mean, don't get me wrong. Those shows, most of them were really good. I loved daredevil punisher. I saw the first season of punisher. That one was awesome. I love Jessica Jones but i just like i wonder what kind of world we'd be living in if that hadn't happened
1: i mean not now is the the that uh whatever that that contract is up right like yeah all keep, of that's they can, done they
0: canceled yeah. all the shows all of that's done so that's why we keep hearing rumors about uh vincent d'onofrio coming back or about mm-hmm. charlie cox being in spider-man because they can be now if marvel wants them to and so that's going to be, that would be the most exciting thing in that sense, because all you need to do is see one, right? Like you see Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin and you know, they're yeah. bringing other people back. Like if they're bringing him or any one of them, they're going to bring as many of them back as they can. I wouldn't be shocked if they did him daredevil, honestly, like daredevil's whole cast. I would be cool with them bringing back if they really wanted to, because I thought they were great. Uh, I'd be still down with uh, Mike. Uh, what's his name? Mike Coulter okay uh, as luke cage i mean if they found someone else that's fine i i thought he was good i only saw the first season i like jessica jones uh recast iron fists
1: <laughs> yeah Yeah. Get, <laughs> get rid of that whole plot line and do something yeah else. i mean we
0: can yeah. but that's i think that's the beauty of it is that they can just be selective and i guarantee you no one's gonna care no one's gonna be like here are the actually there will be they'll they'll be from uh whatever <laughs> news sites i've already muted saying here are the six things that are different between the netflix series and this new series and it's like stop no one cares no one cares no. about those old series anymore mm-hmm. uh, but yeah so this uh this series ends with uh he gets a phone call and it's barney and barney's essentially explaining to him that you know he got he took the money he took the money and ran he's feeling good and he says, I swear to God, Barney, I'm going to find you. And he says, no, you won't. Yeah, no, you won't. <laughs> and I, I like that a lot. Uh, but he even said, he said, I got my money back. So, I'm, you know, it sounds like everyone's square. He hangs up the phone. We see that he's got a really cool purple uh, hearing aid. Mm. And he goes to notch a bow. And uh, we see Kate Bishop shows up. And right. both of them notch their bows together. They both release their arrows together. And then both of their arrows... Uh, fly towards the target, and we don't see what happens next, which is is cool. I love this last wrap up. It just zooms in on the bullseye, and then you're done, which uh, is just perfect. I mean, it's the perfect cap off to this series. Like I said, I mean, it's a, a series so nice. We recorded about it twice, right? Like we got to put this in. It's ironic, too, though we could have probably just done it in one. It would have just been a longer episode, but I
1: kind of like breaking them up. I, th- I thought that was fun. So, um, what did you think of the series overall? I liked it, man. It was different, like like what the what the ASL stuff with with the seeing stuff from Lucky's perspective. Yep, and just just seeing like a you know, a flawed, more flawed hero it was pretty cool. Like all the stuff the Hawkeye was going through, and you know, all, just just them getting the crap beat out of each other all the time. So, yeah, it was, you know, it was different. Yes, felt more, You know, it felt more grounded than than most books I've ever read. So.
0: Yeah. That's saying a lot. Cause I mean, every superhero book's got a million superhero things. And so it's nice every once in a while to get this. It's an, it's a nice breath of fresh air.
1: Mm-hmm. It was funny too. It was real funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Super funny. And so I hope, yeah, obviously we can see already from what we've seen that there's a lot of, excuse me, there's a lot of influence on this show from this story. Mm-hmm. You're seeing it with the logos. You're seeing it with some of the characters and some of the designs and, and some of the screenshots, but I'll be curious to see how much they pull from it because, uh, you know, it's rare that a Marvel property focuses solely on one series. Mm -hmm. Uh, They usually pull from a bunch of stuff as we've seen, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do focus heavily on this one, because this was such a groundbreaking series and such a perfect kind of thing for what it is. If basically like, if you're going to have this be clint barton handing it off to kate bishop which in real life means that clint barton's done versus in the comics where he just keeps coming back you can only have jeremy renner do it so much if you're going to do that it makes sense for this to be the focus for this story because this is kind of the passing of the torch to kate bishop story yeah. and uh it really is honestly and i think anyone would agree it's probably hawkeye's best comic book story as well comparatively to all the other things he's in yeah
1: well i haven't read a bunch of hawkeye stuff but this one's pretty fun so. Yeah, I, I do. I do like this Clinton Barton a lot better than the Jeremy Renner one. Like, you're not going to get half half of the stuff. No,
0: but we <laughs> might. I, I mean, again, this is going to give him the opportunity to flex his comedic chops because Jeremy Renner's pretty funny when he wants to be, and they could they could pull it off if they wanted to. But again, jury's out as to if they're going to do that. Yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so for those of you who maybe don't know, the first two episodes of Hawkeye will be premiering on Disney Plus. On uh, Wednesday, November 24th, just in time for Thanksgiving. I will probably be doing the same thing that I did with What If in terms of not recording for every single episode, more so just for the entire thing. Plus, I'm gone out of town that week anyway, so I wouldn't be able to record for those two. So we'll see how that goes as it goes, but I am looking forward to enjoying this, hopefully, just as much as all of you are. And uh, Robert, thank you so much for coming on again. We always appreciate having you. Oh, man, I'm always always happy to be on, man. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Comics and Cinema. I'm your host, Alex Klein. Thanks so much for reading this with us, and we'll see you next time.